just a heads up that the following podcast does contain all the spoilers. Hey kid, I don't want to do this. I do. podcast my name is dan i'm brennan and um oh man uh so yeah i'm i'm really drunk because we had to watch attack on titans i think maybe i should sober up a little bit the only way to sober up is time Hi, welcome back to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Brennan. And I'm now sober. Sure. <laughs> We're a father and son duo that do we cover the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, the schlockiest of Golden Age VH rental store flicks, and spoiler heavy fashion. Ooh, this movie does not fit into any of those categories. No, it does not. Well, I guess we should start things off by thanking our listeners. Pete from the Good Beer Bad Movie Night podcast and Court Psyops for writing in because Brennan said one person has to write in to get us to watch the second part of this movie. We doubled. We doubled the amount of write-ins that we would need. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much for all the support. Yeah, I appreciate getting some feedback and it is nice to know that somebody out there is listening and cares. But Man, I've I've been dreading this. But yeah, we are covering the live action Attack on Titan Part 2. The end of the world, as it's called, which doesn't make any sense. The world does not end. (laughs) Nope. No world ends. Maybe the world that they thought they knew ended. Not even close, but we're going to get into that as it goes on. We're not going to do a recap of what happened in the first movie. So yeah, just listen to our previous episode. Get caught up. Then listen to this episode. Nothing's really changed as far as the director or anything like that goes. Yeah, I mean, the directing changed, I feel. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. And also the music the music, better. Yeah. Which is really weird. But we will get into all these things as we go along. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, as much as we didn't want to watch this, it was surprisingly better. Oh, I'd say this is far superior to the first half, first part. I'd say it's... It's it's better in every way. It has better writing. It has better cinematography. It has better acting. It has better music. It has random banging noises. It has <laughs> literally everything from the first movie was improved on. Yeah, it's really weird because after that first one, I, I was appalled. I couldn't believe that. It, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be the best, but... Man, it was a turd. Yeah, it was an absolute stinker of a movie. Yeah, and I I've, I just did not want to watch this. But in a, in a weird way, I'm happy that I did. Yeah, me too. Because I did get to see what happens. Yeah. And it veers wildly different than, oh, yeah. than the anime. Oh, than anything. <laughs> History <laughs> veers like it's so wacky. It turns into its own thing. It really does. And... That thing isn't really, it isn't amazing, but it's not terrible. Yeah, I mean, as we said, it's an improvement, which is nice, but I feel that it only improved because they paid no real attention to the source material. Yeah. Which has made it far more interesting, I guess, in a weird way. One thing I have to say, though, is that this movie felt kind of, not short, but I almost just felt like not a lot happens. There's not that many locations in the film. There's like no. three locations. 
throughout the entire thing. And it really felt like it's runtime. The first part felt like it was like two and a half hours long. That movie felt super long. Yeah. And it wasn't that long. And this one, it feels like it's an hour and a half. I think. Okay. I have a theory about this. Okay. And my theory is, is that they were originally going to just have one long movie and they decided to break it up into two parts. Yeah. But what ended up happening was, is that they padded out the whole first movie. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's a whole lot of scenes of people just staring. And I can handle when somebody's trying to create a mood and everything. Yeah, of course. But every time they started to do that in this movie, it ended appropriately. It didn't just sit there on people staring at each other, not saying anything. Yeah, like I'm a big fan of movies when they just sit and they just sit on a scene and you just it it builds like either tension or just sadness. It has a purpose. And the first movie just wasn't executed well. It was just kind of like we were just staring at like dirty people and we're like, okay. This one, it sat on it for the right amount of time. We got what was happening. And this is what I mean. Like, literally everything in this movie is better than the first part. Oh, totally. Should we run through Yeah, you just want to do the synopsis. So, um, Aaron is captured because they're like, hey, what the heck, you're a titan. And the, the general, the leader of the entire army is there and he's like interrogating him and he's about to execute him. Um, Aaron's father figures, Commander Soda... I think his name was. Yeah. Is shot in this scene. So that was kind of important. It was a little out of nowhere, but it helped build up the general as a bad character because he's the one that killed him. Okay. I did like how the general used his uh, baton thingy. Yeah. And used it to make that guy shoot him. Yeah. That was great. That he, because that actor, I forget his name off the top of my head, but he's in a lot of Godzilla movies. He's a phenomenal actor. He's, he did a very good job emoting physically he wasn't just saying his lines you could tell that he had this presence to him and he had a lot of character i I really enjoyed him throughout the movie yeah he's a good villain yeah and and this one kind of helps with how we questioned some of the uh, more fascist imagery with the military oh yeah for sure for sure i mean they really doubled down on it on this and it makes more sense yeah so yeah aaron's getting interrogated and then armin is all like no don't do it and then looks at mikasa's like Mikasa, are you gonna, you know, whose side are you on? Mikasa just stares at him. Doesn't really make a choice. She does end up go- siding with Eren, but it's just kind of drawn out, I feel. And then anyway, so uh, a titan jumps in to the building. A weird looking titan has like armor plating on stuff and it has like long hair. Kind of looks a lot like Eren's. Yeah, titan, it's obviously just- a titan shifter, which is what they're called. People that turn into a titan and that I think this one's supposed to be the Armored Titan, which is in the anime and manga. And it and it, it's like in like this weird cylindrical building and it's like fighting all the soldiers and stuff, stealing Aaron. And the effects in this part were really good. Yeah, it like, actually was. The lighting well. was good because that was a yeah. problem in the first one. Was The lighting was awful in the first one. Everything was yeah. gray. Ugh. It's a little inconsistent in this one. I will say that. Yeah. There are scenes where it goes back to how it was in the first one where everything is just kind of bland and gray. Yeah. But yeah, this it looked really good. And that's what got me going right away. I was like, oh, hey, yeah. surprise. And it, and it was and it retained like the gore from the first part. Like the armor titan is just like smacking guys and they're exploding in limbs and stuff. It's it's comical pretty much. Um, It was really cool. And then it just jumps away like it climbs out of the building. With Aaron. With Aaron, yeah. So some of the effects weren't the best. Like there were some shots where I was like, eh, but for the most part, I thought the effects on this guy were really good. And then anyway, the the commander guy, a bunch of rubble falls on him and he's presumed dead. Yep. So and the um not Levi guy, the super cool one that kills all the Titans and is like yeah. Mikasa's weird lover dude. I just call him not Levi because he's yeah. just a carbon or not a copy, but he's a stand in for that character. So not not Levi's there, which is important later. He's not even in the scene. So anyway, because all the explosives were destroyed in the first movie, all the remaining soldiers have to find a way to blow up the breach in the wall and close it in. Armin remembers the the bomb from the beginning of the first movie, and they could use that, which I thought was so ridiculous. It was such a... I feel like the writers were like, we need an explosive. And then they just thought, oh, that's right. We had an explosive in the first one. Well, I feel that was planned. Yeah, but it just seemed really almost forced it was kind of like really it's a little Chekhov's gun it's 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 totally like that so I don't know I thought that was kind of weird but then there's like this big rousing speech where Armin's just like you know we have to at least try we lost Aaron which really stinks but you know if we don't do this humanity is done for 
is our last chance. So they all band together and the characters have character in this one. And you can really tell that. So they're, they head out to get the bomb to blow up and seal the breach. And then we cut to what's up with Aaron. And he's with not Levi in this weird white room. There's like weird rectangles and stuff in it. Yeah, there's and like almost, sand yeah, on there's, the floor. Yeah, there's white sand on the floor. There's um, little niches that or windows. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. And Aaron's clothes just spontaneously change in that scene. Yeah, they change like white clothes. No explanation. And so does not Levi. I remembering back because not Levi was in like still like all the straps and stuff on from his maneuvering gear. And then randomly changes to white clothes it's weird yeah it's like there's a weird edit in there i feel as if almost i don't that's i just can't yeah there must be a missing scene it's like hey put on these clothes uh, and just tosses it to him or something yeah but when aaron wakes up yeah and there's there's like a song playing yeah there's just a jukebox in the corner yeah like a old-timey jukebox 50s jukebox yeah and it has this uh camera angle where it's looking directly at the jukebox in the corner and Mm -hmm. it slowly creeps in on the jukebox yeah and i was like where was this it's like actual cinematography yeah it's great and the scene is actually pretty cool this scene is by far i think the best shot scene of the entire series it looks really good. And then when not Levi's there, they put a lot of Dutch angles, like slowly turning like normal shots into Dutch angles. And it looked really cool. And it started to start to get you think that he was the villain. Yeah. I thought it was shot superbly in this. Yeah. I mean, sometimes Dutch angles can be overused, I think. Yeah. Or used improperly. And this one, it kind of worked because it was just kind of skewing yeah. reality almost. Yeah. And you were getting a sense that this guy's kind of twisted. Yeah. And it made you feel uncomfortable. It was like which, this eeriness. Which what they were supposed to do. They're supposed yeah. to make you feel off. Yeah. I thought that was really good. And then in this room, it said that like this is what government officials this is where they go to relive what the pre-war was like. You know, mm-hmm. they just kind of live it up, drink some champagne and listen to 50 songs on the jukebox and watch apple tv and watch apple tv because there's just an apple tv on the ceiling in there which it's weird because it projects on the ceiling which is textured it's not a flat surface yeah it's never even really shown that well and it also projects on them yeah i wonder if maybe it was supposed to be like a weird metaphor for that it's almost like a virtual reality tv in a way i have no clue i don't know i don't think it was meant to be literal because it's on the ceiling and it's also projected on them and this is one of my favorite parts this whole movie it's it's playing news footage and it's like like weird japanese or it's like american experiments i don't know i think it was the americans they looked like they were in a desert um no it's hard to tell because everybody had gas masks yeah but everyone has like gas masks and like this guy is like strapped a bunch of wires to him and they're like zapping him and like pumping him full of stuff he's like ah and then he explodes and he turns into a titan like what so and then it cuts to like there were they like put a bunch of like the army was using titans in warfare and it's like this cool shot of like helicopter flying in it's like all these titans in like this war-torn area and then something went wrong and just random people started turning into titans and it's really cool because it's like people they're just like hanging out it's like vid- footage from like a birthday party or something and the person just explodes into a titan <laughs> yeah it's it's really fun and then it's like cool footage of like titans like in cities and stuff like handheld camera footage it's really cool yeah it made me almost want to watch a movie about that yeah i would love to see a movie about that just the the titan outbreak yeah i think that'd be really cool and see how it led to the fall of humanity i think that that that's why i really liked this part and i almost didn't care that they explain it and there's a scientific explanation behind everything yeah because i don't need it but it was still kind of cool it was cool it was cool and Aaron's kind of freaked out. He's like, oh, no, I've been killing humans this entire time. But it's kind of like, eh, they're, that's sure. I guess you were. I don't know. I feel like that argument's kind of weird. Like yeah. you kill a zombie and you don't go, oh, I just killed a person. You know, you, they're not them anymore. Titans aren't people. And and his form is works differently than a normal person. Yeah. Oh, we've heard about the opening scene in the movie where it's like little kid Aaron getting a shot from his dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the police break in, and then... And they're like, you can't have books. Yeah, you can't have... <laughs> books are illegal. And then they light the whole thing on fire, and then they kill his parents. So, I guess it, it has something to do with Aaron's father giving him the ability to turn into a titan. It's never explained. Yeah. Which it doesn't really need to be. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, and there's also a mention, too, in that one scene where he's held captive, and um, the one 
the one guy gets shot. Oh, Soda, yeah. Yeah, because he goes, he's mentioned something about your brother. Yeah. That never comes up. No. That's a spoiler. It never comes up. That's why we didn't even think about it right away. Yeah. Okay, so then Levi shows him out of the room, and outside of the room, it's where all the rebels are from the lot, the random rumbles and it turns out this is the scout regiment that was supposed to go outside the walls in the beginning of the first movie um but didn't because you know big titan kicked hole so which i think is weird because in like the anime and manga the scout regiment is like full of the top tier best people in the military this is a group of nobodies it's they don't even talk they, they literally have no lines and they're just like sitting there and like weird out like they don't fight. They don't do anything. They literally do nothing. Stand there. They just stand there, and it's like the scout regiment. Whoa! So then Levi's like, "All right, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take it to the government. We're gonna, you know, finally end this war for good and you know free the people, basically." So he's very anti-government, and Aaron signs on. And he's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll help you." Yeah, because all of a sudden they have all the explosives from the first movie. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, I don't know, because like. After we stole all these explosives, and it's like... But it's literally on the same truck, It's the same isn't truck. It? <laughs> it looks exactly the same. So it has to be different explosives, unless they're really stupid and forgot that they blew up all yeah, the explosives. Yeah, we could be forgetting movie. that they mentioned something about stolen there, explosives. They, there, were, there was a mention in the first one about the rebels trying to steal their explosives, but at the same time, I don't know. So the, the scout regiment, with all their explosives, they're driving through the city, and they just so happen to drive... And meet up with the the rest of the um, soldiers who who are carrying the big bomb. Oh, Aaron's crew. Aaron's, yeah. So then they're like, whoa, what the heck? So all those soldiers like pull all their guns. And then they get into like this argument or whatever. And Levi's plan, it's revealed that he wants to blow open the middle and final wall so all the titans can get in so that it'll kill everybody. Yeah, his thought is that if he lets them in to the inner walls, then the titans will just kill all the rich people and everybody will be even. No, all the poor people will die. The rich people might even get away. Yeah. They have, they have like safe rooms. This plan makes no sense because everybody in between will be killed. I, they have nowhere to go. They'll be sitting ducks. I almost feel like he's just an anarchist. That's like he, he could just be like, e, whatever, I'm just going to do this, you know? And like the government's corrupt. All the people are just cattle. Might as well just kill them all. I feel like that's almost his. I don't know. It's not really well explained, but Aaron, no. Aaron's like, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't sign on to this because of course Levi's like, and Aaron's going with me. Aaron <laughs> agreed. And Aaron's like, what? No, I didn't. So they get into like a fist fight. Aaron gets super beat up. Oh man, he gets his butt handed oh, to him. Oh, sure. It's... it's a one-sided fight. Yeah. So the rest of the Aaron's Aaron's group, God, we gotta help somehow. And Mikasa runs in to help Aaron. She finally has a character. And Levi smacks her and stuff and is all mean to her. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> we were joking around about how what is he going to do to make things worse? And we just kept escalating things because everything he started off just being kind of a creep. Yeah. Forcing a kiss on her. And then she slapped him. And then he like smacks her around and knocks her to the ground. And I was like, what's next? Is he going to throw a puppy off a bridge? Yeah. Is he going to push over an old lady? Burn down an orphanage. <laughs> Because it just kind of like, yeah. every time you're like, wow, that was terrible. He's a bad person. And then he would just do something else. <laughs> so then finally, I forget his name because he was a made up character for this, uh, runs in. He's the one with like the axe. He's like your, um, your hunk guy or whatever. Yeah, from, from Voltron. Yeah, yeah. Just your big guy. Yeah. Big guy runs in and he attaches his maneuvering gear to like this tower that's like crumbling to like pull it onto them it's like really drawn out where he's just like pulling it and it's a minute of him just like trying to pull it and he's like get out of here you gotta go and everybody just stares and watches which was weird the yeah like the scout regiment are just like and levi's you dingus but then aaron just gets away with the crew like they just drive away they just let him go basically didn't do anything and then finally the scout regiment is like oh we have guns from before the war so then they shoot hunk guy well, like a lot they squib him to death oh, yeah. so bad it's weird that they were throwing in some cg blood in that because he oh, was loaded bad. with squibs he's loaded with squibs and that goes for like the levi aaron fight too there was some really bad cgi blood that was totally unnecessary total it was so bad but then anyway the whole tower collapses and it hits all the explosives and of course it's explosives in movies so it is this it all giant explodes. explosion it's ginormous 
And then obviously Aaron and the crew, they get away. And they're like, yeah, we can just go do our plan now. All those guys, although the entire scout regiment is now dead. Dead. Yeah. Just like that. So they're driving away and they're all like, oh, hunk guy. And then suddenly Levi just like drums, jumps onto the front of the car and it's like the armor. He's like, ha, thought you're going to get away or whatever. And then he looks at, he gets on top of the, the truck and he looks at uh, Aaron and he's like, oh, watch closely or whatever. And he takes out his blade. This is what giving your heart really means. And then he stabs himself through the heart to turn into a surprise. He's the armored Titan turns in the armored Titan. And it's, it's a cool effect, honestly, because when you turn into a Titan, you don't grow big like a Hulk. The body literally forms around you out of nothing. That's how like they, they have clothes on still when they leave. And it, it looks really cool. Like the ribs come out and like all the organs get filled up and everything. It's a bit long, but I thought yeah. it was cool. And the CGI was pretty bad, but... It was bad, but I just chalked that up to the limitations of their budget. Yeah. But... It still looked good. I it liked was, it. It was still ambitious for what they had to work with. When the armored Titan transforms, he's like cool and like glowy, which kind of goes away. It comes back in the fight scene, but he looked like really glowing, like really cool. And the lighting was good because it was daytime lighting, which in this, this next battle, it switches back and forth between daytime lighting and then overcast grayness well no not even it was always overcast but everything was still in color yeah. but then during yeah during this fight scene it starts turning that washed out gray filter that they were putting on everything yeah it like flips around and sometimes it'll be like almost the cg in the scene or like the monster will be filtered out like that but other people won't yeah it was a mixed bag it was weird yeah so then they're all like, oh no, how are we going to fight this armor titan? But then they all band together and they all get their 3D maneuvering gear and they start flying around him and like cutting him at his weak points, as, which is very faithful to like the anime and manga. Yeah, like all his bendy parts. Yeah. I thought that was weird. It was weird that his entire spine was exposed. I thought that was weird. Like there was armor. It's like that defeats the point because then his neck was exposed too, which is the, forgot, it's the vital point. That's how you kill a titan is cutting its neck the back of its neck so that was kind of weird because the armor titan has plating there which makes them fairly invincible in the in the show but anyway so they, they they're cutting him down and then john comes flying in for gene it's either gene or john i have no clue because Ooh. it's pronounced the, the the um the snotty like rich kid oh it's pronounced both ways in like both media so i think it's called john in this oh I don't even think we mentioned his name in our previous episode. They don't mention his name in this entire movie, so I wasn't really sure. <laughs> anyway, John flies in. For some reason, he's like, I have to do this or whatever, which, sure. I'm, he doesn't really have a grudge against the Armor Titan. The Armor Titan didn't really kill his friend in front of him or anything. He might have, but... I do appreciate that he has a character arc and he has a change, change of heart. Yeah. And decides, like, the greater good is more important than my advancement in society. Which... They do that in the anime and manga, but they do it so well on that show. He's one of my favorite characters. By the third season, he is phenomenal. I figured, you know, okay, so I haven't watched it that far. Yeah. But I kind of figured that's what would happen mm -hmm. because you kind of want that to happen. Yeah. Either he's just going to remain a constant villain, but you always kind of want them to have a little change of heart. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like uh, what happened with Steve on Stranger Things. It's exactly like Steve, actually. <laughs> yeah. So um, he goes in for the kill shot, but then the armored Titan like sees him. Oh, forgot to mention Sasha using her bow and arrow. Armin makes a, an explosive arrow, arrow for her and shoots it into, it into his eye and it explodes. I thought that was cool because it's showing like the resourcefulness and actually using Sasha's arrows like well. Yeah, and it was good teamwork. It was good teamwork. I thought that like, again, everything in this movie is just better. So John comes in for the kill shot and the armored Titan sees him and like goes to swipe at him to kill him and then aaron flies in he's like john and gets slapped a hundred feet away and everyone's like oh aaron's dead um but surprise aaron turns into his titan form and this is weird too because the armor titan looks great in this movie i feel and uh -huh. most of his shots some of them are bad but most of his shots he looks really good and then there's aaron's titan form which doesn't really look good there's only one part in this movie where i'm like that actually looks like really good but we'll get to that so they get into the uh, a battle, and for some reason, Aaron's like holding his own against the armor titan, which I never understood. So I never got why, because Levi could beat Aaron just in human form, so you'd think that that would carry over to titan form. Totally. Which is what it's like in the show and the manga. But in this, no, they, they have a pretty like even match. And then Aaron goes to kick him, and then armor titan or levi <laughs> cut, 
Yeah, you remember this now? All right, well, this seems like a pretty good place to take a break and listen to a promo. Hello, this is the Doom Show. Keep on keeping on and keep on trucking, America. We don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any. (laughs) The truth hurts. I just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback. Sorry, guys. That's gotta go. (laughs) That's gotta go in there. So on the show... Uh, we talk about giallo movies and slasher movies and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard or Jeffrey or Simon. That's right. We have four people and we always talk at once except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com. You can check out more Hello, This is the Doom Show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com. Check for our Amazon exclusive Hello, This is the Doom Show cookbook. Do you like hot dogs? (laughs) We got them. Do you like mac and cheese? We got it. Do you like cheddar? We have it. Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow. <laughs> this scene. Oh my god. It's the dumbest scene of the movie. I feel. Okay, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to hold myself together as you explain this. So, if you forgot in the um, the first movie, Aaron is fighting John and like kicks him and then John catches his foot and he's like you're too slow and then Aaron uses other leg and jumps up and knees him in the chin it was a pretty cool move so so in this movie when Aaron's fighting Levi the armor titan he goes to kick him and the armor titan catches his foot and then it cuts to Levi inside and goes you're too slow like the exact same line and then it cuts to John in a terribly CGI background just screaming do it now and then Aaron uses the same move and sends the armor titan like flying away. <laughs> it's funny because there's like a weird the, the whole thing is just so weird. You could have just had the little flashback. Yeah. Of that. You did not need that dude. And they had the flashback too. They did. They did the flashback, but they did not need to cut the dude telling him to do it. Do it now. What? <laughs> it, it made it seem like the armor titan caught his foot in like five seconds later. Aaron did it because I felt like it should have just been like almost instant. But no, it was like really drawn out. But anyway, so the, <laughs> the armor titan's down for the count, knocked away, explodes, presumed dead. But that isn't the first time Levi's been presumed dead. So then Aaron picks up the dud bomb and carries it up to the point in the wall that they need to explode to collapse it to fill the wall. Because it's way up there. It's and way up there. how are they planning on getting it up there in the first place? They, they brought that up, and they're just like, well, we'll figure that out when we get there. Because they, they, they had to try. They, they weren't just going to, you know, just get there. And, like, they had to at least try. They didn't know, but they thought they could just figure it out. Which, whatever. They could have been able to maybe, like, hoist it up using their maneuvering gear. I thought they were original plan before they brought up the bomb. I thought they were just going to see if... They could have Aaron turn in the Titan form and just grab all the rubble and shove it in that hole. Yeah, because in, in the show, in the, uh, the Colossal Titan kicks a hole in another wall. And it's like this whole arc of Aaron picking up this huge boulder and slamming it down to fill the hole. And it's like really cool. So that's how I thought they were going to do that. But no, they're, they're sticking with the exploding the wall to collapse it in, which is fine. So Aaron's like, just, you know, do, 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 climbing up. And then he gets up there and he puts the bomb in, but then he gets tired and then like <laughs> falls and like, like barely catches himself. And then for some reason pulls the bomb out with him, which I thought was like, okay, Aaron, you dingus, just put the bomb in. Why'd you have to tear it out? And then Mikasa has to, and it's claimed that she's the only, she had to do this because she's the only one who can do this to like rally Aaron to strength, had to like stab in into the nape and like cut him a little bit and just call Aaron, you dongle. Finish the job. I like when he kind of comes to. <laughs> it would just be that moment of, God, why is there a sword in here? Yeah. Poking at my face. And he was really close to cutting the nape of his neck, which would have killed him. I thought that would have been funny. Yeah, it was like Mikasa, cutting his cheek. Yeah, I thought that would have been funny if Mikasa just like stabbed in and just killed him by accident. 
But the funny thing is, too, when she's leaning in and she's giving him the pep talk, mm-hmm. she's cutting her own cheek on the sword. Did you notice that? No. Yeah. She's got because she's got her face up next to it. And it's like there's blood coming down from her face on the sword. That's stupid. Why would you? So I wonder if don't cut your face. Uh, there was some bond, some dumb symbolism involved yeah. with that. But whatever. So Aaron, her strength became his strength. Oh god. <laughs> so Aaron, Aaron puts the bomb in, and the the scene of him like putting the bomb in. This is where the effects were really good. I mean, it's like a shot, and there's the people in the foreground, and then it's um, Sudamation Aaron with holding the prop bomb, putting it in, and it looked really good. Like, there was, like, no, you could not tell what was miniature and what was actor. No, they did a really good job with that. Um, I mean, obviously, like any movie nowadays, I don't think it was perfect, but it looked really good. Yeah, that's, this scene is, like, the only scene where Aaron's Titan form looked really good. So, Aaron puts the bomb in or whatever. Then they finally, they, they get Aaron, they cut, they don't show, Aaron's just all of a sudden, suddenly out of the Titan form. And they, like, carry him up and Aaron, or Armin sets up the, uh, the ticking bomb. And then the, the commander, the evil commander. Presumed dead or presumed dead. Crushed by rock. Crushed by rock comes up and is all of a sudden on top of the wall. Somehow he got up there and he's like the, the military like cape. He's wearing the flag. The flag, like torn up flag. I thought it looked kind of cool. I thought it was funny too because Aaron's jacket and that dude's outfit were tore up the exact same way. You could tell whoever... The costume designer was to rough up the costumes. Just did the same thing on both their outfits. It might make a little sense here in a minute, but I thought it was kind of funny. So he's like telling them, what do you, do you think? You you guys like stop now. You guys can become heroes. You can live in the inner walls and you can live a great life. And they're all just like, nah, we ain't going to do that. And then Sasha, cool Sasha, just shoots a bunch of arrows into his neck. <laughs> and then he like falls off the wall and it's like this big red explosion oh what's that turns out he was the colossal titan what Whoa. the whole time the whole time so now we have the colossal titan who looks fun like way better than he did in the first one way I better would, than this one i'm gonna say better the smoke effects looked a little better yeah because that's what was really wrong with the first one smoke effect air wall in the closet it looked a, yeah it looked a little too cartoony it looked a little more natural in this one mm-hmm. even though you know, not including the flashbacks to the previous movie at the beginning. Yeah. But they also reused some angles. Yeah, I have him. a sneaking suspicion that they just uh, that they just reloaded the assets of the effects and then just like simulated it from a different angle because he went through like the same motion. It's literally like if you just took the picture and you just flipped it upside down. Well, no, it's from like a different angle. It wasn't just, like, upside down. That's the way it looked to me. I think they just brought the camera, like, underneath the wall and looking up, and then, like, rotated it over. It's, like, the same motion. I mean, we can argue about this all night, but I'll tell you what. I'm not watching either one of these movies again. Yeah. (laughs) So that mystery will just never be solved. So they're like, oh, snap, the uh, fossil titan, we gotta kill him. So they all go flying up, and they're all flying in to, to kill the colossal titan. And then in this scene, John is just, killed out of the unceremoniously unceremoniously he's just smacked and then it's like aaron like no and then it's all of his limbs flying past him (laughs) i thought that was kind of stupid just just as his character got good they killed him off um it doesn't raise the stakes it adds nothing it added nothing yeah i mean i guess he had at least he was redeemed yeah so then um aaron's climbing the neck of the colossal titan trying to get up to that sweet spot on him which is just this glowy lump. It's a glowy lump, which is weird. Yeah. I couldn't... It was kind of hard to tell if it was actually, like, sticking up out of it. It was. Like a thumb. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Um, <laughs> It was just a... It was a dongle. And what I really liked is, because in the manga and anime, the Colossal Titan puts off a lot of heat, constantly steaming out and everything like that. And this, you could really tell, like, Aaron's boots were, like, melting and stuff. I did like that attention to detail. It was really cool. Um, So he's climbing up. Mikasa flies in and just kind of says ahoy and then kind of goes away. But Aaron slices open the nape and then he sees the the commander guy in there chilling, you know, doing whatever. And he goes to stab him. But then like the commander like looks at him and then the colossal titan's hand comes back and like swats him and is like holding him and is about to like 
kill him. And then the armor titan appears carrying the bomb and then jumps up and shoves the bomb into the colossal titan's mouth and explodes it, killing both of them, presumably. And then the wall collapses somehow. Yeah, because, yeah, um, potato, potato Girl is standing there and she's she makes some comment about how there's going to be a secondary. No, explosion. that isn't. That was a different character. That wasn't Potato Girl. That was I forget her name. The crazy scientist one that we. Oh mentioned. yeah, we also forgot about how they ended up. Um, the one girl who was in the scene where with the rebels, where she fell oh, inside the, the their crazy armored vehicle. One. The crazy scientist lady who was way way better portrayed in the first movie. She was just kind of angry, but in this one, she has that kookiness that she has in like the manga and, and show. Sorry, sorry about jumping around a bit, but... <laughs> yeah, but she ended up in the rebel scene. She's like in the tank room. And she's like, whoa, pre-war technology is so crazy. But then she falls in, like the lid closes. And then it's like the whole thing explodes and we kind of forgot about her. And then at the end of the movie, she just breaks out and is like, I'm here and picks up like a rocket launcher. And like, Yeah, all the weapons that the other guys had are just hanging out. Like that yeah. was a big, massive was explosion. A, we were in vaporized. That, yeah, she just the... Uh, shockwave from the explosion inside that tank would have killed her or vehicle would have just liquefied her yeah she would totally die but whatever but she's there and she has something about like the secondary explosion from the bomb and it collapses the wall and then we end with aaron and mikasa they're standing on top of the wall and they're like looking on like the birds flying over and they see the ocean for the first time and then there's like destroyed tokyo to the right and you just barely see the Tokyo Tower and all the buildings are leveled. So basically, nothing comes about, nothing changes in this scenario with this movie. That's what, what do you mean? Like the end. What what's gonna change? Well, they sealed Other the wall. They, they filled the hole. They filled the hole. They killed the the leader of the army. So then they can kill the Titans on the inside now, and then they can reclaim the land, and people won't be starving all the time. And then I guess they're gonna overthrow the government and. They were kind of like staring off in the distance. There was no titans outside of the walls. They, which I thought was weird. You think that there would be like yeah, titans I mean, around? anytime they were shown, they were inside. Yeah. So I thought that was weird, but... And there wasn't that many of them either. No, there there were like no titans in this movie. Like maybe a, even in like the a city, dozen tops. In the city, there was not even a single titan. Like during that whole climax at the end, there's... Just not a normal Titan, just kind of run. There was like one, I think, but it got crushed. So, yeah, there, there was never an actual Titan threat. Like the armor Titan punched through like, two Titans' heads, which was cool. That was pretty awesome. Like, it's like fist one and two, their jaw, and like broke the jaw open, went through all the way through the neck. And then there was that weird little baby one just running around that did nothing. The weird big nose, and weird face. That one's in the that one's in the anime and manga. But yeah, so that was that was kind of weird how they just never no titans and then so we're sitting through the credits and there's this weird part of the credits as the credits are scrolling the, the song ends and then the screen flashes blue and shifts to the right like in well, at least on our tv like an inch or two it glitched out it like glitches out and then just the song loops <laughs> not from the beginning though yeah i don't understand what that was about don't get it either but and then we get an after credit scene, and then it's like they they took the final footage of Aaron and Mikasa like staring off in the distance, and they made it look like it was videotaped, which makes On no like sense. Like a CR TV. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. And then like a really really quiet voice, and I don't think this was intentional. Audio just wasn't loud enough, so we had to like turn up the TV four times what it was at, and like lean in to hear what he's saying. But it was like some guy looking at the footage, like how interesting the. The test subjects reacted quite unexpectedly. Which, what are you trying to do? After a credit scene, you're trying to tell us there's supposed to be more? Ugh. There's not a third one in development, by the way. No. Well, this one made half of what the first one did. Ooh. In America, at least, I think. Oh, I they... They weren't the best received in Japan, but people... I know people like the second one way better in Japan, which I guess is like where it matters, I guess. Makes sense. Yeah. Overall, I'm scared to say it, but I think I kind of liked this movie. <laughs> um, I think it was better. I, I think the effects were fun. Like, I feel like this movie, 
It never slows down. It was more enjoyable. It was way more enjoyable. From beginning to end. It had me invested mm-hmm. straight off the bat. There were some really bad effects in this movie at times, but the effects overall were way better. The cinematography was pretty good. There were some really interesting shots, and I, and I liked it. The music was better, and there was color. There was actual color in this movie, which was really nice. I really enjoyed the use of actual color, not just gray. Yeah, this, this movie was a lot like um, if you have a terrible dinner and you have leftovers and the next day you think, oh man, well, we got to eat those leftovers. And you're, you're just thinking about how you're just reheating a turd in the microwave. And then it turns out, oh no, we're, we're going, we're going to eat like something different now that's better than yeah reheated turd yeah yeah that was pretty good (laughs) (laughs) i thought that reheated turd analogy was going to be funnier but whatever (laughs) can't win them all i i just really i really like the explanation of like where the titans came from i thought that was it's different way different than it is in the show and manga which they actually do explain eventually where the titans come from and that whole thing Oh, and I thought it was interesting how the military people wanted, they, they intentionally kicked the hole in the wall so that the people would get scared again, so that they can control them more, because that's what, the, that's what they had the problem with the scout regiment, was that people weren't scared of titans anymore, so they couldn't control them as easily, so that's why they kicked a hole in the wall, was to scare them of titans. I know, but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Because why would they why would they send people out to fix the wall in the first place? Well, they knew it was a it was never gonna work. They were gonna stop it either way. But see, that's what didn't make if sense. Even even if they filled in the wall, they would still have the fear of the titans, and they wouldn't want to go out and explore and figure out the secrets of the the old world. Which is why they don't like books and why they don't like technology. Well, right, but I mean that's why. I don't see why they would stop them. They got their point across, and they can work off that fear for a while. So, I mean, I get why they put the hole in the wall in the first place, but I don't see why he was trying to stop them from fixing it. That was the whole point. Like, he was behind them sending them out to go fix it. Well, sure, he wanted to... Because he doesn't want more coming in. Well, no, I think he... Well, you could take it either, either way. So, let's say he did want the wall fixed. The wall gets fixed, whatever. Then they spend all this time trying to kill the Titans that already got in. The people are finally let back, but the people are still scared. The Colossal Titan's still out there. You can still kick a hole in the wall at any time. They're going to listen to their government more. They're still going to be scared. They can still be controlled. Let's say he sent them out there knowing that the mission is totally unfeasible and will most likely fail. Well, guess what? Now you have all these stories of all these loved ones that went out to fix the wall. Never heard from again. They fear the Titans still. Both the the rebellion and the military are they're both going for the peace war scenario, where the only way we're just gonna have to have, you know, one a war to have peace. Like that's the only way you're gonna win is to just you know have a war with somebody else. I don't know. That was my interpretation of it. Like both sides, and it also doesn't make sense that armor titan guy comes in and saves the day at the end. Why did he do that? Why did he shove the bomb in the Colossal Titan? There's well, I nothing... Because he was, like, anti-government, and he saw the chance to kill the, the leader of the military. I mean, I guess if so I he... I feel like that was his point of it. I guess if he knew what was going on, we don't know if he was watching or not. He just comes out of nowhere. Oh, he was, like, around. He was talking and stuff to people, and then he just comes in. I don't know. It just seemed kind of. I think he just. I don't messy. think. He, and I also don't think that he died. I mean, we're never going to get a sequel, so we're never going to know. But I don't think he died from that anyway. I don't think so either. So I think he was just like, oh, I can. I'll. I'll end up blowing a hole in all the walls anyway. Might as well kill the colossal titan, which could mess with my plans. Who's, by extension, the leader of the military? So I think that was his reasoning, behind doing it. Which element? Is pretty cloudy and it's flimsy at best. Yeah, I think it should have been Aaron who did it. Aaron should have turned in to Titan form and done that. 
That would have been better. I get what they were going for by not having him transform at the end to see, you know, that he can do it on his own. But then he almost gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I still have my issues with this movie, but it was a definite improvement as a whole. I was actually surprised. I really wanted this movie going. But then it surprised me with how competently made it was. That's how I felt it. I felt it was just competently made. Yeah, it was very competent. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, thanks, Pete and Court, for yeah. making us watch this, because now I look at everything a little differently. And then, and you know what, Dongle's out there? Sometimes you just never know, I guess. Yeah. Give, some, give something a chance. You might be surprised. But usually it turns out like crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to add? Because I feel like we've kind of... Yeah, we've run through the... I mean, it's just really not that much to the movie. No. I mean, we jumped around a little bit with our thoughts. Because we didn't take notes for either one of these movies. So yeah. I feel like we did a pretty good job for not taking notes. Yeah. Um, I almost feel this is... It's kind of like the Evil Dead movies in a way. Where the first one... I'm not saying the first Evil Dead movie is bad. Which is where this, um, you know comparison doesn't work because the first evil dead movie is really good the first evil dead movie established you know ash and established like what he does and established the universe and the second one just did all of that but better it expanded it did more it just felt way better and that's how i felt this was it was just everything in the first movie every problem was fixed but it didn't make it a good movie. I still think it. I still don't think it was a good movie. I liked the movie, but I don't think it was good. No, no. I mean, it's it's just okay. I've seen worse, and if there was a third one, I'd want to watch it for sure. I'd want to see what comes of this universe. I would watch it out of curiosity. I would. I would yeah. honestly watch the third one if it came out. Or even like if there was like a continuation in some like manga or some story. Because I'm interested, it's, it's a, they set up a weird mystery, and I like the, the post-apocalyptic attack on Titan that they made. I mean, I, I think it was just okay. I, I, don't, I don't think, when I say it was good, I don't mean that it was, like, a good movie. But there were, there were parts where I was on and on, and it had me invested. I agree. Um, that it was definitely more watchable. But we're just kind of spinning our wheels here. Talking about the same thing over yeah. and over again. So that comes down to whether or not you would recommend Attack on Titan Part 2, End of the World. I'd recommend it, especially if you watched the first part. I wouldn't say that you could skip the first one and just watch the second one. And I also feel like you should watch the first one so you know what's going on in the second one. But And the second one's just so laughably bad that it's entertaining that way. Um... But yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd recommend it, and I'd, and I'd recommend it to Attack on Titan fans by extension because of the interesting take on the universe that it, that it has. So yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. I'm going to have to give this a very minor recommendation. Um, I think you probably, if you're just curious, you could, you could just watch this one and not watch the first one because I kind of recap it. Yeah. In the beginning. And, you know, like you get your previously on Attack on Titan. Yeah. <laughs> it, does, it does a recap. You won't really know the characters, but you're not missing much. Um, It's entertaining enough. I mean, if you just want to watch a dumb movie with some people in some rubber suits and some smacking fun, each other yeah, around. Some fun effects and fun gore. So it's a minor, minor recommend for me. I mean, I'm not enthusiastic about it but in comparison it's a lot more fun and that's all i gotta say about it so with that let's close out the show and shout out to all our listeners thank you for listening we definitely appreciate your listenership and feel free to rate and review us wherever you listen you know for example podomatic apple podcasts or even spotify we're on the spoofy we are on the spoofy. And if you want to write in, because, I mean, this episode only happened because our listeners wrote in. 
And if you have any ideas, you want us to watch something really dumb, or you just want us to ignore your email, right on in. Yeah. Our email is corruptedyouthpod at gmail.com. Um. <laughs> also, if you want to correct us on something really petty, shut up. <laughs> hey, we do the best that we can, but we're still humans. Yeah. That's all we got to say about that. So, yeah. Thanks, listeners. Thanks to our fellow podcasters who support the show. And oh, hang in there, dongles. It's gonna have to be a war. Peace, war, peace, war. When there's nothing else that we're dying for. Peace, war, peace, war. Do you wanna die in the place you was born? Go get the ride to a painful birth. Would you rather view the smoky and ruin and say, well, the world is peace on earth? Peace, war, peace, war, peace, war. sober sure